everybody. Uh, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to our Honor Yoga Now podcast. My name is Amy Tazza, and here I'm sitting with Maria Turco, Chief Yogini, CEO, and founder of Honor Yoga. Hi, Maria. Hi. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Good, good. So this is our first episode, and we're actually streaming live on Facebook. So if anybody would like to give us a shout out, um, we may be able to see it. I'm not sure, but thank you anyway. Um, so Maria, uh, let's start. So Honor Yoga, tell me how you came to Honor Yoga. I know you have such an extensive, um, um, such an extensive fitness background. So what made you trans transition into yoga? That's a good question, and it's an exciting question, and one that I love to talk about. <laughs> talk, 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 talk away. I want to hear. Yeah, so I've always been in the fitness industry, yes. you know, turnaround specialist, own my own health clubs, you know, it's, it's been my world since I was 16. I was pre-med writer, changed my major to business, managing health clubs, I loved it. So then about 10 years ago, I had a, a, a very my very best friend, she was a Reiki master, massage therapist, and yoga teacher. And she and I would always do yoga. I was always good at her class and take yoga. Um, and I did fitness yoga, right? Yeah, Where, yes. you know, mm -hmm. you're at the gym, you run, you do downward dog. It's just more of a physical practice. Right. Um, and she came to me one day and she's like, Maria, will you help me open up, you know, my own yoga studio? And I was like, oh my God, absolutely. You're my best friend. I'll help you. Because she's like, you're so good at like organizing management business plans and all yes. that. And I was like, okay, yes. great. Yes, thank you. That's a, it's a compliment and flatter. She ended up passing away of colon cancer about mm. six weeks later. It was oh really God. aggressive, and it was it was devastating. So yeah, yeah. and so fast track two years forward, I went through my teacher training for yoga because I wanted to just be more authentic in teaching yoga. Yeah. Um, I was teaching body flow at the time, which was you know fitness yoga right. and Pilates, right. And, right? and that's how a lot of people come to yoga is through, through fitness, and fitness. then they realize that it's just so much bigger. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly what happened to me. Yes. So yeah. I was sitting there in teacher training, and I had, you know, an epiphany. Two, two of them. I said, "This is more than fitness. This is working with the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous mm -hmm. system. Absolutely. It's, it's what we need as a society. It's spiritual health and also mental health. It's not just physical health, which fitness gives us. You know, the traditional fitness gyms." And I fell in love, and I started to look at the stats, and I was like, oh my god, this is an amazing business opportunity. There really aren't any yoga businesses out there that are franchising, and why franchising was like super attractive to me is because of my best friend, because she wanted to open up something that she wanted to own, something that represented community, yes, that was yes. passionate to her. So I made that decision. I remember where I was, where I was sitting, and that I wanted to create something that was independently owned and operated that supported business owners to be successful both in delivering yoga and having a successful business. Awesome. That leads yeah. to my next question. Yeah. Why franchise? What makes it so attractive to a potential honor owner? So, I think that Did you already the, answer that question. No. No, no, no. It's, it's another it's another it's another great question and just to dive deeper in that, you know, I think that the people that come to Honor Yoga and the profile of people that we have is you have people that are looking for a great investment opportunity because it's a great business model. And you also have people who want to leave a little bit of a legacy and they want they want to do something with you know, the money that they have, the investment. They want to make the world a better place. Um, some people want to leave the corporate rat race, right? Yeah, yeah. And they want to do that, but um, mostly because they believe in, in elevating their community. 
they want to do something for their community and honor you with such a community driven brand. It, it is a very, very um, community driven different community driven brand. <laughs> it is. Um, so more benefits about franchising. Um, the support, right? right? You get the initial support when you open the honor, but I know that there's support along the way. Even once you open it, right, right you have that continuing support. Right. So tell me a little bit about the continuing support. Yeah, so, you know, think about this. If you own your own business, you have to be the human resource director, the CEO, the CFO, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the CMO, chief marketing officer. You're basically getting all of that when you join usually any franchise system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going to get all those components, whether it's how to interview and hire the greatest instructors, how to elevate them, you know, education for them so that they can continue to deliver great programs to your, your students. Um, the marketing plans are huge. You know, I know. You, you, the marketing is, 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 is amazing. It really is. Like, you, you kind of have everything laid out. Right. Is that, is that good to say? Absolutely. Yeah. Every month there's a campaign, like in September, we have Back to the Mat Challenge, kind of goes with Back to School. Ah. And then we have Green Friday instead of Black Friday. <laughs> you know, so yeah, we think about the campaign for a year, and then the whole cadence of a studio opening is, is interesting. You know, get on the list, pre-sale, grand opening. Right. So, yes, the marketing team here at Honor Yoga knows all about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Maria, tell me, give me a profile of, of who is, like, the typical honor yoga owner like who do you look for or like how would people seek out the brand yes so we look for people who believe in community people who believe in profit so if you're an owner or a semi-absentee owner and we have both we have owners that have a job and they are looking to invest in something that is purposeful and profitable um, we call them semi-absentee owners and we expect every owner, whether semi-absentee or owner-operated, to be able to step back and work on the business, not necessarily in the business all the time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. owners need to be able to like learn the KPIs, key performance indicators, like guest traffic, generating guest traffic and conversions and retention, and we mm -hmm. teach them all of that. And then you have the owner-operator, who's also in the business operating, being a manager, and actually, actually actualizing the day-to-day -day activities that makes the studio community successful. So you have all types of, of owners that mm -hmm. join the brand, um, but most of them share that sense of wanting to give back that community and wanting to make a profit. Right, sort. Mm -hmm. right. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me a little bit more, and I know like the cost to open. Um, yeah. You know, uh, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Or? Yeah, it's, it's usually between 250 to 300 to open up a, a studio. And most of our owners get funded, whether it's small business or mm -hmm. what they call, um, you know, a home equity line of credit right. or even a rollover from their retirement. It's right. called their um, a retirement rollover program. Right. And, you know, and then you expect owners to make like a 20 to 30%, you know, EBITDA or, you know, on, on that investment. So, right. you know, somewhere between 75 to 150,000 a year mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in profit from the location so that in a couple of years you're making back your investment. Right. And, you know, you're earning and you're having fun doing it. Right. <laughs> right. Also, one more thing I wanted to touch on too, how Honor is a very beginner-friendly um, yeah, studio. So and important. You don't come across that many beginner-friendly um, yoga studios. We kind of cater to um, beginners. We have a lot of um, beginners classes, which are in our studios called Roots classes. We also have the um, this is the this is yoga, which is like the four-week series, right? Right. That kind of takes you through um, the 
um, you know, like the beginning stages of yoga. So then you can go into a mainstream class being maybe a little more confident because I mean, we all kind of, I mean, I know the first time I walked into a yoga studio was, it was probably about 15 years ago. And, um, it was like, I had no idea, you know, and coming back to yoga for fitness, right? You come to yoga for fitness and that's how a lot of people get drawn in. Right. And then you realize that there's such a big picture. So do you want to elaborate a little bit on the, um, of how yoga is such a beginners friendly, um, yoga studio as well? Yes. Yeah. So only 8% of Americans do yoga. 8%. 8%. Right. However, worldwide, 80 million people will take yoga this year and it is a growing trend, but you're right. You know, just yesterday I was talking to a friend and they said, Maria, my mom lives, my mom's almost 80 years old. She lives in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So if you're, if you know anyone in Bridgeport <laughs> and she's looking, she needs, she wants to get started in yoga. And I was looking around and I'm like, there isn't anything for her to go to that I would feel comfortable recommending Yeah. because there is no, this is yoga series or gentle where she, you know, cause she can't get up and down off the floor a lot mm -hmm. and there isn't, you know, any restorative. Um, and I was like, Oh my God. And so that's what I love about honor is that we are an eco beginner friendly branch. So truly it's not just an empty platitude. It's like you can not have any yoga experience or you can have an injury. Um, you can, you, you know, you can be an amputee and so, Right, we have a ton of different pro a ton of different programs. Right, kids and family, right, and aerial, and right, yoga therapeutics, bar. Mm -hmm. and yeah, yoga bar. Mm -hmm. Um, so one more thing, yeah, ha give me an example of how you take your yoga off of the mat. Oh, well, that's a is that a good question? That's a good question. <laughs> That'll be my signature question. <laughs> <laughs> so Facebook Live, tell me how do you take yoga off the mat? Yeah, well, I want to know too. How do you take yoga off the mat? <laughs> I t I say that all the time in my classes, but tell me. I, I try to do it in any way that I can. And we were just talking about it right here, right? So the dog's eating chalk and the cat <laughs> went to the bathroom on the couch. And, you know, we're trying to pull this podcast together. Exactly. exactly. Here. exactly. And I'm just like, okay, you know, let's just all breathe and we'll flip the couch over. Right, deal with it later. We'll change our positioning where we're going to have our podcast, right, right? right? And so that's like a little example of, you know, the tools that yoga has given me. You know, uh, to be able to, um, you know, lead and to be able to, you know, be a mom and to balance everything. And so I feel like I take it out off my mat every minute when, when yes. I can. And the more that I practice, the better I get at being a leader, get at being a mom or get at being an aunt. And, mm -hmm. you know, just to really be in the present moment and to just love that that present moment and to just enjoy it and, you know, not yes. get stressed out. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I've been working on not being so reactive. I think we talked about that one time. Right. And that was a perfect example, per perfect example, I'm tongue tied, um, of not being so reactive, right? Like, okay, we'll deal, we'll deal with pee, you know, we'll deal with the chalk, everything's okay, you know, I'm trying to sit here, heart's going, oh my God, my Facebook Live, like, <laughs> but it's all good, it's all good. Right, because yoga does do that, right? You've got the stimulus and you've got the response. Yes. And, you know, Dr. Natalie, I don't know, one of our educators, yes. teaches us this, right? And, and Dr. Stephen Covey teaches that between the stimulus and response, we have the ability to create space. Oh, yeah. And yes. yoga, does that to our brains. It helps us get better and better at creating that space between the stimulus and response so we can create. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maria, thank you so much for being here. Namaste. Uh, namaste. <laughs> um, this is wonderful. I think I need a hug. Yes! <laughs> thank you, Amy. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, 
tune in next week when we are going to be sitting with Cynthia Barron to discuss her signature honor yoga workshop and um, to see how suicide prevention is through the eyes of a yogi. I'm excited about that one. Yes. I lost someone to suicide last year and Cynthia Barron's amazing. She's gonna talk about the tools that you can have to recognize and you know, really participate in this epidemic. Um, yes, because there's so many different things that I didn't even realize talking to her, you know, getting ready for the podcast, um, you know, how there's like um, trends in suicide and, and, and there's a ton of myths. Um, so next week we'll go over all that. Mm -hmm. So please um, tune in and subscribe to our podcast where you can keep up with everything on our yoga, trends in yoga, and much more. Have a good night. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste.